It is great, with great joy that I proclaim and give thanks unto the Lord for this wonderful day indeed. He is worthy of all honor and praise. Can we give God a mighty clap of praise for his song? Before I begin with God's word for us this morning, I'd like to acknowledge the dear presence of our uh, elders who are here, Dr. Francisco Hipuna, George Ongchua, and my dearly beloved dad who's also here, and my mom, my papa as well here, and my wife. 34 years. We have 34 years of many reasons why we should praise and give thanks unto the Lord for this wonderful day. Allow me to, po- to read to you God's word, Psalms 146, verse 10. The Lord will reign forever, your God, O Zion, to all generations. Praise the Lord. Today is a day of celebration. But this day is so much more than just happiness that comes from the presence of those whom we fellowship with here. Today, we celebrate because of the everlasting joy that only will come with those who have faith in our Christ, Jesus. Yes, we have so many challenges that we have gone through. Yes, we have so many changes and even uncertainty. And yes, we have had gone through so much sorrow. But today, as each day is, when we wake up in the morning, God's grace is new every morning. And it's, it is always true that when we, each day is always a, a day to give thanks and praise unto our God. Now, why is it so important that today we praise and give thanks unto the Lord? And you'd be joining online, maybe when we go home, our our neighbors will be asking, why are you celebrating? Why are, why are you celebrating? If you're a dad, if you're a mom, maybe your, your children will be asking, Dad, why, why is, the, is GCAF celebrating or giving praise unto God? Or maybe your grandparent and your grandchildren will be asking, Grandpa, Grandma, why are we celebrating? And so, I want you to know that this psalm it's a wonderful psalm to teach us that, to teach us why we, why we should praise God, why we should worship God. You see, this psalm is the first of five psalms that we will call the Hallelujah Psalm. And Hallelujah basically means praise the Lord. Worship Him. Praise Him. And this psalm As you will notice in all Hallelujah Psalms, will begin and always will begin with a call to worship. The psalmist will begin with a call to worship and he will say, here he will say in verse 1 and 2 of chapter 146, Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, O my soul. I will praise the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praises to my God while I have my being. And this isn't a, a, simply a personal praising of the Lord. 
This is letting everyone know, inviting everyone to praise the Lord with Him. So the psalmist is not just declaring a personal praising and worshiping of the Lord. He's encouraging the people of God to praise the Lord with Him. And it is a call of worship. It can be also said that Psalm 146 is a lesson or a, a song that is a lesson, a song lesson, in other words. Because those who will recite it, those who will sing it, will learn the lesson within it. It's like you're teaching or singing a song, the ABCD song, right? Every time you will sing the ABCD song and you, were, you would be directing it towards your, your little ones, you'd be teaching that child how to say the alphabet, how to pronounce the alphabet. And when he will sing along, he's actually learning as well the alphabet. And so this song has a lesson. It's not just a, a nice pen song with nice lyrics on it about God. This teaches us about who God is and what He does and why we should worship our living God. And it's so important no, that we worship our God because we will see that it is a very, very often repeated command. To praise God is so important that it is actually repeated 515 times. 515 times, imagine. Yesterday, I was, I was able to, be, uh, to have the grace to join a wonderful wedding ceremony, and one, chil one child, one daughter was asked, what is it, what is the lesson? Actually, all of their children were asked, no? What is the lesson that you learned from dad and mom? And I heard one particular daughter say this and said, well, I, I learned this from dad. I learned this from mom because they will always repeat this. They kept on repeating this. And I'd hear it from my dad as well and from my grandma who, who would repeat a lesson or lessons and after lessons. Why is it so, why is it that it is being done by grandpas? Why is it being done by grandparents or parents? Especially when we're teaching our kids the repetition. Because if there is something so important that you want to teach your child, if there's something that you don't want him to forget, even if you're not there anymore, you will make it a point to repeat it. All his life, you will repeat it. And you'll repeat it in not just one way. You will find other ways to repeat that lesson. So 515 times, the Lord repeats for us to worship Him, to praise Him. He is a call for worship. The second thing, why we praise God, is not just the importance, knowing that it is important. You see, the second thing that we worship God is that when we call, He calls us to worship Him, He always gives us a reason to praise Him. Maybe we came from a culture, and it's, I, think, I think it's still present today, that some of the way we would be 
expecting obedience from people is don't question me. If I say for you to do this, don't question me at all, right? There's been several generations that has raised children that way. And, but we, you will see that God doesn't do that. When God will give us something to do, a command, God will always give us a reason. And you can see the pattern here. Just look all over the scripture. Every time there is a command from God, He will give you, in many ways, many times, more than one reason why you should do it. Why you should praise God is present in, all, in, this, in this precious psalm. And it's always got to do with who He is and what He's doing. He's always going to be present. Praise God for who He is and what He does. And you will see that He rescues you. He saves you. He protects you. He gives you grace. Because who is He? He is the I Am. He is Yahweh. He is all and much more. He will always give us a, re he gives us a reason to obey. Will we praise Him? Because, you see, it's so important because praise must be based on a reason in order for it to be honoring. You don't just give out a praise, a compliment, an admiration to someone with no reason, with a baseless reason. Otherwise, it's unacceptable. You, you give somebody a compliment, a praise, oh, you look so something right now, and it has got nothing to do with the person. It doesn't honor the person you're giving the praise to, right? Somebody, you tell somebody, oh, I'm so glad, I, I, like, I really like your long hair. I really like that you have such black, smooth, silky hair. And I'm talking specific to someone like my papa, who doesn't have hair. Hey, papa. <laughs> He doesn't honor my papa because my papa right now has shaved his. See, it doesn't also make sense if you give praise that is not heartfelt or genuine. It wouldn't be honoring. It, it will just praise that is not heartfelt and genuine will become flattery instead. And so, it's so important to know and to embrace and to love the reason why we should praise God. The third thing I want you to know is that what are these reasons then? Specifically in our Psalms, as we celebrate this day of 34 years of God's faithfulness. First, I want you to know, in verse 3 and 4, it says, God, do not trust in princes, in mortal man in whom there is no salvation. His spirit departs, he returns to the earth. In that very day, his thoughts perish. One wonderful reason to praise God this morning is that he alone 
is the eternal king. That means every life here in the past and in the future will be temporary. The best marriages will be temporary. The best and most powerful kingdoms will be temporary. The most well-run and, and efficient organizations and businesses will be temporary. And what does that do for God's people? That you have an eternal king, and why does it spur us to give praise and declare admiration and worship to God? Because he is eternal. He alone is eternal. It would mean for you that you will not be discouraged, even though you will be in, right now under someone who is abusive, who is a bad leader, false and true, you wouldn't be discouraged. Why? Because all things will pass away, but my eternal king will not. This situation that I'm in is hard, it's difficult, but I have an eternal king. This is temporary. I'm just passing through in this life. I'm not going to dis get discouraged. My hope is, with, it is based on an et eternal hope. I don't base my happiness on cir present circumstances. I base it in my eternal king. In the past, in the Old Testament, you had an abusive king, the name of King Ahab, and his queen, very evil queen, Jezebel. When they were under, 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 uh, still in power, nobody could question them. Nobody could, could thwart their will because they would be put to death. And so they, for many years, they, while they were in position, they heap abuses upon abuses upon the land and upon God's people. But you see, where are they now? They're dead. They're gone. Where is Hitler, who has for many years as well seemingly succeeded in the world, in conquering the world, and killed so many people? When he was in his height of his power, it seemed like he couldn't be beaten. But where is he now? He's not here. But God is here. Where is the high priest Caiaphas, who was one of the masterminds of abusing Jesus and making him sure he would suffer in a Jewish trial and a Roman trial? He's dead. He's gone. So you see, earthly rulers, kings, the mightiest of emperors, even church leaders, Spiritual leaders, be they good ones or bad ones, they're all temporary. But our God is eternal. And we praise God because He alone is eternal. Another, this is that you won't be discouraged and afraid of that. Second point that I want to tell you is that He alone, we worship God, we praise God, because He alone can save us. You see, we are not to put our trust in human leaders, in sons of men, in whom there is actually no salvation to be found in them. Put your hope of being saved by God alone, on God alone. 
We praise God because He alone can save us. He, his help alone is the one that would last eternal, for eternity. The best help from the best gurus and best advisors that you would have here today will only be temporary. If they don't direct you to the eternal Savior, to the only one that could truly save us, then you would have a temporary hope at best. You would have a temporary relief at best. And then after that, we will discover to our horror that what we actually held on, what we actually thought was the one that could save us, could help us bring relief, happiness, and joy, turns out to be only so brief and temporary. Third thing, why we should praise, and we make sure you teach God because uh, your, your children and our hearts as well, because God makes sure He will teach us how to praise Him properly. The third one is this. He alone can complete our joy. We praise God not because He tells us and commands us, praise Him alone, right? You see, He gives us a reason, and one of the reasons that really, really struck me and say, oh, that's right. It really, really makes sense, Lord. You see, if we don't understand that praising God actually completes our joy, we will have a mistaken notion about who God is by thinking maybe God is insecure. He wants compliments. He wants praise. Maybe God is, you know, have, have this need to be praised by people. That's not true. That God doesn't need our praise. Who needs to praise God? We do. Why? Okay. If you have a birthday and you're celebrating your birthday, try buying the cake for yourself. Okay? Try buying the candles yourself. Try lighting the candles yourself. Try singing your birth, happy birthday song to yourself. Happy birthday, me. Happy birthday, me. Happy birthday, happy birthday to me. Try dancing and, and celebrating by yourself. Or I'll take it another step further. Don't even celebrate. Don't even blurt out. There's something that really, you're, you're really happy. You receive wonderful news. You, you saw wonderful weather. You saw this beautiful sky. You, you go to... Claveria or whatever there in the mountains and, and you just don't, don't hold it in, I mean. Hold it in. Don't shout with delight. Don't give praise and say an adoration. Just hold it in. You will actually feel that the joy that is you're feeling about this great delightful news or this reality, this wonderful occasion is not complete. Your joy is not complete until you actually expressed it you actually blurted out praise hallelujah you say wow you don't see it completes our joy when we praise we give praise and just as we it completes our joy our joy will be magnified when we share it with more and more people When I'm celebrating, uh, yesterday, there were two celebrations that I had 
the, the wonderful opportunity to be with. My nephew uh, had a birthday celebration in the morning, and the afternoon I was in this part of this wedding, a 50 years anniversary wedding. And we, 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 it was rightly said yesterday, not everybody reaches the, that number of years. It's by the grace of God, yes. And yet, but see, if, why was that, those celebrations so special? Because it wasn't just celebrated by the celebrant. We got to celebrate it together. And the more people we celebrate it, the more we share in the joy. And so when we worship God, it's not, it's not just us that we worship and praise. We want to share. Why? It expands our joy that this is shared and our praising together, God together makes us feel this sharedness of joy. So we, we praise and worship God. He commands us to worship Him because He deserves it. That's who He is. He, he, he does these things. But why does He tell us to, to worship Him? It's also for us, for our joy. So Jikaf, remember this. And teach this to your children. You can only find true freedom in our eternal King, Jesus Christ. You can only be anchored in this life because of our eternal King. And we can only have hope in this life and beyond because of our eternal King, Christ Jesus. Blessed is he whose help is the God of Jacob, whose hope is in the Lord, his God. The Lord will reign forever, your God, O Zion, to all generations. Praise the Lord. Let's give God a mighty clap of praise.